let your spirit be with us. Rise.
the church say amen. Back to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Acts, chapter 16. And if you will consider with me verse 25. Very famous text, one of my favorite texts. Merely says this, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Amen. Just for a few moments, I want to talk about that last line. It seems to be an insignificant line, but I want to talk about and the prisoners heard them and the prisoners heard them one thing <clears throat> that has always jumped out at me is and I think I'm making up a word here the wordiness of the Bible the wordiness of the Bible. Growing up, I always thought that the Bible was unnecessarily wordy. That, that the Bible, in getting its message across, sometimes in my little mind, it just seemed like the Bible uses more words than is necessary. Are y'all hearing this? King James was always a mystery to me. He, he, he was always strange to me. Even as a child, learning about the King James version of the Bible, I, I always wondered why he talked like that. <laughs> Are y'all hearing this? I always wondered why he... Why he talk like that? What wouldst thou have me to do? What, what you want me to do? <laughs> I always wondered about King James. Over my lifetime, I've seen the, the, the origin and the origination of other versions of the Bible. and I've watched over my lifetime new versions that seem to be clearer and seem to make more sense than what King James did. I, I know when I was a child, that was almost a sin to talk about anybody other than King James. You go to anybody talking about anybody other than King James, you're going straight to hell. Not realizing, and folks saying that did not realize that King James, he, it was not written in his language to start with. He, 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 he made his own trans, translation. So, but, but over time, over time, I've come to realize that the Bible, no matter what version or how it reads, just like my mama, it says what it means, and it means, <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me, it means what it says. Over time, <clears throat> over time, it, it is my study of the word that has taught me, even from the mouth of Jesus himself, Matthew 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. I've come to understand, 2 Timothy 3, that all scripture 
is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, what I've learned, in other words, the Bible has no extra words. Every word that is spoken has purpose. And the fact that you can't figure it out right now does not mean that it doesn't have meaning. Are y'all hearing me? In this text, in this text, it's a wonderful example. It helps me make, make my point this morning. It, <clears throat> it tells us of an account of the arrest of Paul and Silas. We're familiar with that story, the arrest of Paul and Silas, and it tells about the time that they spent locked up in a Philippian jail. The writer tells us that they were thrown in jail and that the jailer was charged with that care. Now, when you're reading that story and it tells you they're in jail, tells you that the, the jailer was charged with that care, that's good information. You need to know that. They were put in the inner part of the prison and placed in stocks. You read that and you say, yeah, that's information. I can use that information. That makes sense. Most importantly, it tells us that at midnight, Paul and Silas Pray, sing praises unto God. Somebody ought to say, that's good information. It helps me know how to handle my midnights. That in my midnight hour, when it gets dark in my life, it helps me to know that I can pray, sing praises to God. So all of that makes sense to me. All of that is good information. But I used to always wonder about this next line. And the prisoners heard them. Do we really need to know that? Are y'all hearing this? Do we, do we really need to know who heard them praying? Is that good information? And the prisoners heard them. Would it take anything away from the story if that line wasn't there? Are y'all hearing me? But as I already said, as I already said, I've come to realize that if it's in there, it has a purpose. If it's written in there, then it has a meaning. The fact that you can't figure it out doesn't take away from the meaning. <laughs> if it's in there, it has a meaning. Come, 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 let me show you. Let's look at the text. Over time, God has opened my eyes and shown me the power of this one line. And I want to take a moment and share with you what I see and what the Lord has shown me concerning that one line this morning. Now, because I'm at Salem, the church with zeal, according to knowledge, I don't have to go through the whole story. Because we are the church with zeal, according to knowledge. We study the word of God. So I, I don't have to go through the whole story, but I, 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 I won't go through all of the details of how they got locked up in a Philippian jail. Let me just suffice it to say that these two preachers, these two believers, because of their bold stance for Jesus, they got thrown in jail. It wasn't a special jail. Are y'all hearing me? It wasn't a special jail for believers. <laughs> they were thrown into the same jail that all the other prisoners were thrown into. All right, all right. The only difference was the crime that they were charged with. 
they were charged with disturbing the peace in a city that was corrupt. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. They were charged with disturbing the peace in a city that was corrupt. May I throw this in? There's something wrong when a child of God can find themselves in the midst of corruption and there is no disturbance. Y'all ain't hearing me. Something wrong. You can find yourself in the middle of chaos and, and, and in the midst of corruption and, and you're not causing some kind of a disturbance. Martin Luther King one time says that jail is the only honorable housing for a just man in an unjust society. Are y'all hearing this? As children of God, we don't have the convenience of sitting around watching evil take over and not saying anything. Are y'all hearing this? So, Paul and Silas found themselves in jail because Paul called out evil. It's always been confusing to me why Paul Silas got locked up. <laughs> he was just hanging with the wrong folk. Bible doesn't say Silas did anything, but he's locked up right beside Paul. Locked up and in stocks. So here they are in a common jail with common prisoners. But what was not common was their response to being locked up. Bible doesn't tell us what the rest of the prisoners were doing, but it does tell us what Paul and Silas were doing. It says at midnight. Are y'all following me? At midnight. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And here's where I want to get to. Here's where I want to get to. For some reason, the Bible wants you and I to know this other strange detail. Wants us to know that the prisoners heard them. Isn't that a strange detail? Wants us to know that they prayed and sang praises, but also wants us to know that the prisoners heard them. Why do we need to know that? Why do I need to know that? Isn't it enough for me to know that two preachers went to jail for standing up for Jesus? Isn't that enough? Isn't it enough to just to know that in spite of their being in jail, they did not let their circumstances stop them from praying and singing praises to God? Why do I need to know that the prisoners heard him? Well, my brothers and my sisters here, it's what I've come to know. Here's what I've come to know. I've come to learn this over these short 72 years. If the Spirit put it in the heart of the writer to write it down, that is a message there. Y'all ain't hearing me. The Bible ain't got no wasted word. There is a message there for you and for me. So we began to examine this text. What is God saying to us today? And the prisoners heard them. And as I do my examination, the first thing that jumps out to me is the prisoners heard them because they were in the same prison. <laughs> Y'all missed it. They were in the same prison. Let me, let, me, let me give you an example. I, 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 years ago, in my younger preaching days, I, I would go to the prison and I was visiting someone that was in, an inmate in the prison. And I remember pulling my Bible out and I was quoting scriptures and I was giving him all the, 
all the words that you know, all those things we say in church to Lord to make a way somehow. I was talking all, I was saying all that. You know, in prison, you you on one side of the glass and they on the other side of the glass, and I'm sitting there spouting off all of my Bible knowledge and everything. And when I got through, he looked at me and said, "Pastor, all that's good, but you on the other side of the glass." Y'all ain't hear me. All oh, that's good, and I appreciate it, but, but Pastor, you, you're on the other side of the glass. All right, all right. But may I pause to tell you this morning that the fact that you are on the other side of the glass, the fact that you are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost does not put you or does not remove you from having to deal with the same issues. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, it does not remove you from having to deal with the same issues as everybody else. It does not. Yeah, just because you're on the other side of the glass does not mean you don't have a storm in your life every once in a while. Oh, y'all, it doesn't mean that, that everything is peachy creamy. All, are y'all hearing me? Yes, sinners go through storms, but so do we. Sinners get sick, but so do we. Sinners run out of money. Somebody ought to shout, but so do. Y'all ain't hearing me. Sinners' children act up. But yours do too. Are y'all hearing me? Same prison. There's no special line in the grocery store that says same, safe, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost line. Y'all hearing this? When your bills come in the mail, there is no salvation discount. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, the fact that we are saved does not remove us from the toils and cares of this life. Although salvation has changed my outlook and has changed our outlook and although salvation gives us hope, we are in the same world with the same situations with folk who have no hope. And who have no way out and see no way out. The only difference is that in our dark moments, we know who to call them. That's the only difference. The only difference. Y'all ain't hearing me. The only difference is in my weakness, be my strength. In my trials. That's the only. Y'all ain't hearing me. And I'll despair. We keep right on praying. We keep right on praising God. And here it is. Here it is right here. Here it is. Folk are more likely to hear your testimony if they know that you're in the same prison they're in. They're more likely to hear your testimony if they know, yeah, 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 that, that if you, they know you're going through the same hell they go through. And you are still praying and singing praises under God. There's one thing for you to stand on the outside telling me to be encouraged. It's one thing for you to be on that side of the glass. Telling me to be encouraged, but it's something totally different when we are cellmates. Y'all ain't hearing me. When they see that, that your situation is not any better than theirs, sometimes they see that your situation is worse than theirs. So, yeah, yeah, but although yours may be worse, they see that you're still lifting your hand. And they see you're still praising God. So the prisoners heard them because they were in the same prison. Secondly, I believe the prisoners heard them because, watch this, they were close enough to be heard. <laughs> Just said something. They were close enough 
to be heard. Oh, my brothers and my, my sisters, remember that they were arrested on their way to church. <laughs> this particular day, they never got to church. They got locked up before they got to church. So here is my point. The prisoners never would have heard them praying and singing praises if they had made it to church. I just see something right there. I say, the prisoner never would have heard any of that if they had made it to church. You see, brothers and sisters, we, we have a wonderful message here. We have a life-changing message. We have a life-giving message, but we spend most of our time sharing it with folk who already know it. <laughs> Could it be that the world is not getting any better because the people who got a message to make it better only share it with each other? I'm, I'm preaching harder than y'all responding. I, could it be that, that the world ain't getting no better because all we tell about Jesus are folk who already know? Y'all ain't hearing this. Could it be that there's such a gap between the carriers of the message and those who need to hear the message that the message has no effect on the folk who need it the most. But finally, let me put emphasis on what the prisoners were hearing. They were hearing other prisoners praying and singing praises to God. They were, they were hearing folk in the same cell with them. Are y'all hearing me? Praying and singing praises under God. They were listening to them. These are children of God. They're listening. They know who they are, but they're not in there saying, woe is me. They're praying and singing praises under God. They're they are not griping and complaining about being in jail. They are praying and singing praises to God. Get it now. Get it now. Locked up in the same prison, but they are praying and singing praises to God. Bearing the same burden as everybody else, but they are praying. And singing praises to God. They're carrying the same load as everybody else. They are facing the same trouble as everybody else. But they are praying. And singing praises to God. But as I close one more time. <laughs> not only did the prisoners hear them praying and singing praises to God. They also got a chance to see God responding. Y'all yeah. ain't hearing me. They heard him praying. They heard him singing praises. But they also saw God do something. According to the word of God, there was an earthquake. <laughs> you talking about a jailhouse rock. The jailhouse started rocking and the stops fell off and the doors flew wide open. Oh, my brothers and sisters, if they had not heard them praying and singing, y'all ain't hearing me. They had not heard them praying and singing praise to God. They would have thought, well, it was a lucky earthquake. We were showing up lucky, an earthquake came. If they had not heard them praying and singing praises, they would have thought it was just a lucky break. 
See, if folk don't hear us praying and praising God, they will give praise that belongs to God to somebody else. They don't hear you praying and singing praises to God. They'll think the president signed an executive order. <laughs> They'll think Congress passed another bill. But when God moved like that, it ain't but one thing to say. If it had not been for the Lord that was on my... Y'all ain't hearing me. But because they heard them, calling on God because they heard them praising God their actions became their testimony yeah. y'all are hearing this yeah. Romans 10 19 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God and here's some proof right here even to the extent according to the Bible read the story even the keeper of the prison, read it, read it, it's there. Even the keeper of the prison who was sitting there watching all of this unfold, he heard him praying, he heard him singing praises, and he also saw the doors fly open, and he saw the stocks fall. Are y'all hearing me? Even he, when all of that was over, says, what must I do? Y'all ain't hearing me. He, he witnessed all of that. He says, what must I do to be saved? I want some of that. What do I have to do to have? What, are y'all hearing me? But then there's more proof. This is my personal proof. I'm saved today because of something I heard. <laughs> y'all in here. Faith comes by here, I'm saved today because of something I heard. I heard my mama say, Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They're weak, but he is strong. I remember mama saying, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. That's one thing I heard. But then I heard, I remember hearing my daddy pick up a little black book, sing hymn 487. He said, I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me. And rest, lay down, thy weary one, lay down, thy head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was, I was weary, worn and sad, I found in him a resting place and he has made me glad I heard the voice of Jesus say behold I freely give the living water thirsty one stoop down and drink and live I came to Jesus and I drank of that life giving stream the living water the thirsty one stoop down and drink and live my thanks was quenched my soul revived and right now I live in him I live in him who bore my sin on the cross I live in him who carried my cross I live in him who was buried in a grave 
they should have been mine. But I thank God, I thank God, are y'all hearing me? But in my ear, yeah, I still hear that old preacher yeah, saying, early, early, early Sunday morning, he got up, he got up with all power. Are the prisoners hearing? Lord, I hear showers of blessings. <laughs> I hear it. I hear. I hear showers of blessings that that you're scattering, full and free. Showers of thirsty soul refreshing. Let some drops, <laughs> let some drops now. Lord, I hear of showers of blessings. Mm -hmm. Thou art scattering and, and free So some thirsty so refreshing Let some drops now fall on me pass me not oh gentle savior fearful though my what your past look like that's the beauty of it even me <laughs> as crazy as I have been as many mistakes as I have made even me oh yeah Let some love now 
sound of my voice. And the devil has told you that because you're on the other side of the glass, that this ain't for you. The devil has convinced you that you are beyond saving. But I come here today to tell you that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. If you're unsaved, he'll turn that around today. If you're already saved and you don't have a church home, you need a covering, you need a church home, you need a church covering. Here is your opportunity. You need to come be covered today. If you would just come to this front seat here today, if you're here, we invite you to come. He's calling on you right now. He's giving you another chance. You ought to be coming right now. today yes God that if you're in life's prison yes. Yes. somebody who knows Jesus is in there with you yes, God. and all you have to do is hear the word of God because faith we've heard this morning comes by hearing and hearing by the very word of God this invitation is still yours to come to Jesus. It's not about what church you go to. It's about the depth of your soul's relationship with the God of the universe. Yes, God. That we, yes, God. we call every single week for you to come to Jesus. And this is your opportunity. And wherever you are in the church today, the building or in your living room or in your car, he's calling you. And you just simply need to give your life to him. So come, come, come. Come, come, come. Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come because it's free to all. <laughs> A healing stream. And it flows from Calvary's mountain. If you will, just lift your voice. Somebody needs to hear the faith you have. Just find.
even more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If he woke you up this morning, he's worthy of all that. And even more. He gave you the activity of your limbs. Might be hurting a little bit here and there, but he's worth all that. And even more. Everybody all right in your house? Might not be here, but he's all that and even more. Songwriter said he's gyro. <laughs> more than enough. of my, my soul I was somewhere close enough to God's people to hear that message amen amen just some I want to thank God again thank God for our pastor for his diligence in preaching not changed by programs the world's not changed by lights and sound but the Bible says that is the preaching of the word of God that changes lives and we thank God for a pastor who will stand on the word of God just a couple of uh, notes before we are to give a benediction today if you will, just keep praying uh, for members of our congregation and even abroad who are dealing with sickness. But we have some reports of praise. Uh, Sister Adrian Walthon is already is home recuperating, and then Brother Caden Vickers has also been released from the hospital and is at home. So give God praise. Give God praise for others who are dealing with sickness and who God has been able to deliver. But for those that are still dealing, we will continue to pray. For, for those who have crossed the very river that we spoke of, uh, you will just pray for the family of our, our own sister Mary Sankster who went home to be with the Lord. Um, pray for Daryl and pray for that family. Also, our own sister Adele Thomas. Reverend Adele Thomas, many of you, many of you remember Sister Thomas, a, fire, a soul who was on fire for the Lord. Went home to be with the Lord the day after Christmas, so pray for her family. Pray for those around. Now, uh, on the 16th of January, Salem Church will participate in the Martin Luther King Parade in Lawrenceville, Georgia. The parade starts at noon on the 16th. Salem will have a float in that parade. Give God praise for that. Amen. 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 Uh, our celebration of our darling son of this country who, who helped many of us. Amen. I just want to thank God for all of you. Thank God for your continued space of giving. However you may do it, whoever you are, I want to thank you so much for your gifts. I want to ask you to continue to give for you not only give to the local church but you give to the kingdom of God as we leave today if you will those to my left if you would leave out the double doors and fellowship on the outside those to my right uh, if you would single file leave out the door to my right to your left those in the center if you will make your way to either door but so good to see many of you here all of you here and so good to see uh, 
We're so, good, so glad that those who are here with us, uh, wherever you are virtually, amen. Amen. If you would, uh, just rest to your feet. God be with us. to present us before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority and may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and all people of God say Are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church. 